never let them bring you down, cause then you be on a level. Listen, I'm never giving up. Stay ground, don't be too comfortable and too settled. Listen, I'm never giving up. When you hit rock bottom, it's only one way to go. Listen, I'm never giving up. Everybody got problems, how you handle them? No, yeah. Hey, I'm John. And I'm Jonathan. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the formula. formula. What's up? What's up, yo? Jonathan, what's good? Man. Everything's good, man. Everything's good. Um, shout out to the Saint Lady Saints, Southern Wayne High School, Lady Saints. Uh, they had an undefeated regular season. Nice. Made it to the second round of the playoffs. Lost by two. Mm. Uh, mm. 48-50, man. Heartbreaking. Tough, tough. Um, tough that was game. on like a game winner or something like that? Yeah, well, they was, they was losing um, for the most of the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. And, and um, they were losing 48-50 with five points so seconds left in the game. Mm. Uh, the other team had the ball, threw the ball in, Southern Wayne intercepted the ball <laughs> with five seconds left. Takes it all the way down. Foot, foot, and um, the young lady took it all the way down. Missed the layup mm. at, at the buzzer. Mm. Yeah, that's how they lost, man. Mm. Heartbreaking. Uh, heartbreaking. Very proud of the, the Lady Saints, though, man. That's, that's, if, no matter what, that's historic. You know, the Lady. The Lady Saints undefeated season. Uh, you don't come across that very often. That's what's up. Undefeated season. And uh, they definitely held down Wayne County. I'm sure that the county felt like that. They wasn't. They probably was the worst team in the county, but they showed them what it was. How did you? So they were supposed to be the worst team, but then they yeah. went undefeated? Yeah, man. Saint Pride, man. That's how we do. <laughs> That's how we do with them Saints, baby. That Saint Pride, man, and shout out to Ben L. Smith, uh, my my best friend, um, Israel Gill. His team is down there. Young lady, his daughter plays on the team. There, they were twenty six and two during the regular season, and they in the third round of the playoffs. They got a really good chance at taking that thing all the way. They got nice. a solid team, like. They got seven chicks. That's a girls team too. Yep, girls team. Yep. Girls team. We're all man. His daughter is pretty special. Mm. Uh, they got some very special young ladies on that team. And then my buddy, uh, you know me, man. I love my co- high school sports, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I love supporting supporting my friends that have kids playing. Uh, so we also have a friend. Um, his daughter plays, and it's funny, it's all girls. <laughs> His daughter plays ball at Lincoln Charter, and they actually won their game last night as well. So they advanced to the third round of playoffs. So Ben L. Smith will be playing tomorrow night. Lincoln Charter will be playing tomorrow afternoon. So I might have to hit up both of those. <laughs> they all both away, though, so not a long drive. What's up with you, man? Not much, just maintaining. 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 Yeah, man. Congratulations to those teams, by the way. Yes, sir. Yes, That's sir. That's what's up. Yes, sir. Congratulations, lady. Very proud of you. Keep it going. But um, we got a good one today. 
Yeah, yeah. What are we getting into? We got a good one today, man. Like we we can't change the history, but we can learn from it. Um, but we can't learn from it if it's not heard. You know, mm-hmm. Greenwood. Does Greenwood ring a bell to anyone? Does Greenwood, the community of Greenwood, does that mean anything to anyone? Most people it don't because most people haven't heard of it. Most people know of it as the Black Wall Street, but it was the Greenwood community. Greenwood District. So, and it was actually coined Black Wall Street by Booker T. Washington. Booker T. Washington, he visited the town, visited the community, and, and, and he saw thriving black people, uh, thriving businessmen, a thriving community. And he, and he coined it black wall street. Mm -hmm. Now black wall street was very, a very successful community. It was the most successful community in the black community in the nation. You know, it, it was a community that was of course built all black people because of segregation. And they did really well for themselves. Uh, but a lot of things transpired. A lot of things happened. And history always repeats itself. Mm. So how are we going to dive into this thing, man? I mean, where, like, where do you want to start? Yeah, it's, I mean, we can start everywhere. You know, <laughs> like... Um, so, so most of you know know it. Most of you probably heard of the Tulsa massacre, mm. um, and that's that's what we're referencing right now, as far as the Greenwood community, Greenwood District, aka Black Wall Street, is about a thirty five block radius, mm-hmm. and um, just totally destroyed, burned to the ground. May 31st, 1921. Mm-hmm. So you want to, do we know the backstory of how or why, why, why that happened? Do we want to talk about that? We we definitely got to talk about that. Yeah. Cause well, allegedly, well, let's not go there yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let, let's set this up. I, I I did a little bit of uh, research and I really wanted to know, like, how did Greenwood become Greenwood? What was the the history around Tulsa? So, first, there wasn't anyone in Tulsa. So, of course, this is before, this is when um, Americans were pushing the Native Americans away from their homes Mm -hmm. and they kind of pushed them into this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back then, um, there was actually some black settlers as well, black um, black uh, slaves, uh, or former slaves, and and black freemen that actually traveled with the 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 Indians as well, and a lot of them actually settled there in Oklahoma. It wasn't called Oklahoma at the time, mm-hmm. and so they settled there. Everybody was a big rush, um, and then. They pushed them to that area, and then the government started to allow um, 
more uh, more settlers to go uh, west, to go go settle in the Great Frontier or whatever they call it, right? Mm-hmm. So go back, go west, find find your land. So it was a land rush. Everybody's trying to go find the land, but black people had already had like a lot of the land in that area. Uh, so when the white people did come in town, uh, they actually started selling there, and then they found that Oklahoma was filled with like oil. Did you read any of that one? Nah. So they found that they, so black people was already there. The Indians was already there. Mm-hmm. Native, I'm sorry. Native Americans. Mm-hmm. The black people was already there. The Native Americans was already there. And I can actually say African-American in this case. So they were African-Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, almost. And so that was already there. White people started to settle in there. They find out there's oil there. And of course, they took the oil. They started to mine it. They they started to drill, you know, kind of push the black people out a little bit. And so they had all the white people had all the uh the businesses. Of course, they everything segregated. And um so the black people had to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and and really make it. And that's what made Black Wall Street, man. They they did all this themselves. They they pulled themselves up by the bootstraps and they built this community. Um and they built this community and, and of course a lot of them worked for the white folk that lived in Tulsa. Um and they but they built this community. But they had they had uh there was over I think they said it was over eleven thousand. Uh, that lived in in this uh, community mm, sounds about right. Um, they had grocery stores, all black because white. They couldn't go to the white grocery stores, so they mm-hmm. had their own grocery stores. They had their own um, jukebox, juke joints. They had their own barber shops. Barber shops. They had their own jewelry uh, stores. Jewelry stores. I mean everything. You know everything pharma- you pharmacy, needed. Schools. Schools. Library. Yeah, lot, yes, they had everything they needed. Newspapers. Yep. And newspaper. How we can't wait to get to that point. <laughs> so, um, but but these are all black owned. All black owned. All black owned businesses. All black owned. All businesses. of it. So I mean, it's definitely. Uh, they said it had fifteen uh, doctors' offices, two theaters. I mean. Some black neighborhoods don't have a theater in now. <laughs> they had two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? How many hospitals? They had one hospital? They had a hospital. Mm-hmm. They had over 108 black businesses. Two two black schools. So I think that's that's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope for for them to 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 create that from the ground up. From the from ground scratch. Up. You know what I mean? Um so What started the riot? <laughs> so there was a young man. His name was Dick. What was his name? Dick Rowland. Dick Rowland. So Dick Rowland. I'll let you get into that. Let's, let's, let's get on what started this thing. So Dick Rowland, he was a shoe shiner. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he needed to use a restroom. Mm-hmm. But remember, they were segre- segregated. So there were only certain restrooms that he could use mm-hmm. 
And Dick Rowland was 19 years old. He had to, he dropped out of school so he can be a shoe shiner. Mm -hmm. You know, um, $5 back then was a lot of money for Mm -hmm. them. So, and that was a popular job. Yeah. That was a very popular job at the time. So he went into town and shoe shine. Mm -hmm. So he got in his elevator. Apparently there was a female elevator operator Mm -hmm. who I assuming was white. She was white. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just to, you know, give you the backstory. Right. So he used the elevator and then it's like, as he's coming out of the elevator, the white, female elevator operator she screams mm-hmm. so, so, so then he runs out of the elevator mm-hmm. and he flees because <laughs> at the, the time right it's his 1920s <laughs> right we know we know about the Emmett Till story you know what I mean so that's that's the sentiment that's the that's the environment right you know what I mean so you know, and there's this thing with us today. If you see a white little white girl in the elevator, as a black person, you don't go in the elevator. We'll, we'll wait for the next one. Yeah, <laughs> right. Go ahead. We, we're good. No, right. No, no right. 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 We'll wait for the next one. Right. So, <laughs> so you know, that's what happened. Then rumor went around that he sexually assaulted her. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even think we ever find out if that was true or not. Mm-hmm. Because the very next day he got arrested, and the very next day, that's when the massacre started. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of stories around what happened in the elevator. No one knows. Um, of course, this young lady did not really tell the true story uh, of what happened. Now, that, that was one part. Of, one story that was floating around in that time. Uh, there was also a, a story that she and Dick was actually dating. And when they was in the elevator, he was going up to the bathroom, whatever, there was an elevator that was making out. And a white man came in mm. and seen them making out. And, and the white man, of course, he flipped out. And she was like, because he thought she was he was harassing her, uh, or raping or whatever. Um, but she was like, "No, no, we're actually dating." But of course, like that didn't make things even any better because he they did not want right our people dating each other. Right. <laughs> so uh, nothing has changed. They they <laughs> and I believe interracial marriage was against the law. Oh, absolutely, it was against the law absolutely. at the time. Absolutely, yeah, against the law at the time. So they did. So that's another story. And then, of course, they saying that he's the one that actually kind of got upset, went and told the authorities, that type of thing. So it's there are conflicting stories out there. Either way, you know, maybe they said that maybe she they bumped into each other or tripped and, you know, he tripped and as he was getting into the elevator and kind of bumped into her, she kind of freaked out. Like I can, I, I can believe any of those stories. Either way, you don't burn down a whole goddamn community over something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't burn down a whole community. Mm-hmm. 
But they they did what see what they did to Emmett Till. See what they did to many people because of something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, Karens. Hmm. And, that, and that's the thing. <laughs> like the Karens don't understand like what, like that. And that's another thing. Like if you don't learn about what this this stuff and and. The Karens don't care. The Karens that they act don't. like that don't care. They want They want that kind of stuff to happen mm-hmm. to black people. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they don't care. But maybe, just maybe if you learn about some of this stuff and know the backstory of what happens to black people, maybe, maybe you might change the way you act and the way you automatically escalate situations. And that's another, like, or, or at least you understand why we move the way we move, mm-hmm. why we operate the way we operate. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, these Karens, don't let me get started uh, on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, so, he, so they got him. They took him to jail. They arrested him. They took him. The next day. The next day. Yeah. In front of the court, in front of the courthouse. A crowd had developed. Mm-hmm. There was a white crowd, of course, and then there were a smaller black crowd. Mm-hmm. Well, let's back up a little bit. Okay. So they took him to the courthouse because they arrested him. That's where mm-hmm. they take the people when they arrest him. They, I mm-hmm. guess they took him to the courthouse. That's where the jail, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, when the white people found out that the the cops already actually had him, that's when they congregated in front of the courthouse ready to lynch him right there they mm-hmm. was ready and the black people were trying to protect him from getting lynched so while they have him in there this is a few hours the black people's back in greenwood thinking like what are we going to do we can't just sit back and let a black man get lynched down here for n- no reason and we got to do something so a group of black men um a lot of veterans uh, war veterans went down with, with their guns and they kind of went in front of the white people to protect the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it's cool. So some of the stuff I read was that the sheriff or whatever that was in there was actually trying to protect them, protect uh, Dick Rowland. Like, like was trying to figure out a way to get him out of the courthouse with, so without, the mob, right? Without so the mob. Right. See, that's <laughs> that's another thing. Like, so you're trying to get this man out, so the mob won't get him, and because basically, you know, you're not going to do anything if they do. Like, they knew they right. wasn't going to do anything to the right. mob. Once the mob got to him, it they was gonna, it was going to be a wrap. Hand, yeah, all right, my hands, my yeah. hands clean. I'm I'm done. I'm, you guys do what you got to do with him. Right. So they're just trying to get him out. So they finally did get him out. But no, no, they didn't come get them out first. So you can go ahead with the next next part. So they're in front of the courthouse, mm-hmm. and you know you got the black crowd, the white crowd. Yep. Allegedly, things got heated, of things course. escalated, mm-hmm. and somebody fired their gun. Mm-hmm. Now the white crowd, they had guns too. Mm-hmm. So in that kind of situation, uh, do you know who shot first? I don't know who. So. What happened was a white man went up to a black guy, a black army vet, said, what you what you doing with that? What you doing with that gun? What mm-hmm. you going to do with that gun, Negro? But he didn't say Negro, <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> what, you, what you doing with that gun, Negro? 
<laughs> and uh, the black guy said, if I have to, I'm going to use it. And he said, you ain't going to use, you know, I'm pretty sure they said some words. Mm-hmm. And he grabbed the black guy's gun. Right. Grabbed a black guy's gun, tried to take it away from him. And, it, and, and, and the gun went off. Mm. So that's how, of course, a gunshot now is right. It's all it's over. It's mayhem. It's over. It's mayhem. mayhem. It's over. But then the black men tried to leave, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the white mob followed them to the Greenwood District, mm-hmm. to Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. and then they started, and then that's when they started mm-hmm. just burning the place down. Yep. Yep. And you know, with 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 the research that I did, it was a lot of like jealousy that black people actually built up that community. Like, oh, oh yeah. So like that was, it was like uh, this is the one. This is the opportunity. Like it it, it was a it was a matter of time. Right. They were they were going they were going to do what they were they regardless. were going to do regardless. Right, right. Regardless, regardless of. They just use this situation, the Dick Rowland situation, right. as a means to do what they wanted to do from the get-go. Right. Right. Yep. Because, you know, we can't have anything. No, can't have anything. Mm-mm. We can't have anything. All right. So, it's crazy. Like, they didn't want us around. And when we did our own thing, they, they burnt it down. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, yo, it's... we. They were doing their own thing. Right. You you wanted segregation, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you got segregation. But even that's not, you know, even you're not satisfied with that because God forbid a black man, black woman, black family be successful. Mm-hmm. That's a problem for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. So, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> it's just all, it's just messed up all the way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's messed up all the way around, man. But and and what what ensued is is just pure mayhem, uh, murder. Um, they and, went they went one by one, business by business, by home by business, by mm-hmm. school by one by one. Mm-hmm. Broke into these places, looted these places, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. burned it to the ground. <laughs> Looting. Y'all started the looting. Come on, man. <laughs> Where you think we learned that from? Where you think we got that from? Because we damn sure didn't get it from Africa. <laughs> we didn't get it from Africa. We didn't bring that's that wasn't part of our culture back back there. <laughs> looting. Yeah, like oh, like come on, man. <laughs> and then when we protest, you know what I mean? Right, right. But look what y'all did. Mm-hmm. Where you think we got it from? So they were looting. They and then just one by one, they were yep. people's homes, people's yep. houses that they literally built from scratch. Like, yeah, you got this. This wasn't. There wasn't no white companies coming in doing any construction. Mm-hmm. It wasn't none of that. Like mm-hmm. these people built all of this on their own from the ground up, mm-hmm. and one by one, they were destroying property, looting. And burning it down. And the worst thing that they did is, you know, of course, when everything's going on, um, the white 
police officers, because there was only white police officers, mm-hmm. the white police officers actually definitely, of course, sided with the white side. Mm-hmm. And they started locking black men up. They The governor declared martial law. Martial law, yep. The governor declared martial law mm-hmm. the next day. Yep. So this is June 1st. Mm-hmm. And then that's when they just started rounding up all the black people, mm-hmm. investing all the black people mm-hmm. who did not initiate any of this. Mm-hmm. Why would black people burn down their own community? Mm-hmm. Don't make sense. So they started arresting them all. So, of course, there's no one there to, to hardly anyone there uh, to actually uh, protect the community. So they started burning things down and, and killing people. I mean, there's there's a lot that they say up to three hundred. They, of course, oh, so ah man. The official that. number was thirty six. The official number was thirty six. Yeah, thirty six, thirty six. Some historians estimate three hundred dead. Right, but um, and they estimate ten thousand people homeless. Mm-hmm. Something we left out. A very important piece of information we left out. What's that? When Dick Rowland got arrested. The pol- uh, the newspaper, mm. Uh, mm. The, the newspaper actually put in their newspaper uh, a black negro nabbed or something like that, and they also put in another newspaper like so. The newspaper wrote in there when they um, arrested Mister Rowland said uh, to lynch a negro tonight or around. They said something around that mm. in the newspaper. Mm. Cause see, I was wondering because everything happened so fast in a right. matter of like three days. Right. So mind you, there's no social media. Nope. There's, there's no social media. There's no, you know, there's back then it's probably only radio. Mm-hmm. I don't even know TVs were around back then. <laughs> it's probably only radio. Like, yeah. but the newspapers, they incited it. Right. They instigated, they, they incited they instigated it. Cause they, you know, yeah. they, it, the next yep. morning, right? The next morning, the papers come out, and mm-hmm. that's when they let everybody know, "Yo, we about mm-hmm. to lynch, we about to lynch somebody tonight." <laughs> right, right, right. So, so yeah, I I totally forgot that part because that's very important. Yeah, that's very important because yeah. that shows systematic, mm-hmm. <laughs> systemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> racism. Which people today really don't understand don't what understand. we mean by that Systemic. and it's like and people today go, oh that happened a hundred years ago no these it's, it's systematic System. meaning this stuff is lingering around to this day to this day stuff that happened a hundred years ago that same sentiment still stays with us right 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 that's what we mean by systematic it's the newspaper, the courthouse, the police, all working together. All working together. All, all these departments, all these institutions mm-hmm. working in unison, yeah. working together. Because they, they're all, so they're buddies. And, and all right. These, all, you got buddies here. You, you only, <laughs> they only, um, of course, they only, like, hire, like, people that they know, especially back then, like, a lot of people wasn't hiring. Well, no one like black was in that kind of like in the as a officer and, and right. How many black judges were there? How right. many black all that stuff? Uh, you know, 
So police up, officers, sergeants, right. chiefs, you know. So 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 this guy, his friend is over here, so of course he gotta cover his friend, his right. neighbor, his you know what I mean, definitely you definitely don't wanna take the side of a black person. <laughs> right, in because the eyes if, of a white person. If so. you're white and you side with a black person, you're a Negro lover. Right. And yep. that's even that's punishable by death. Right, right. So, so so that so that's 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 the systemic part about it. Like everybody has to take up for everybody in the in that system and that ecosystem. So yes, there is systemic racism. Like that that's the definition of it, because the whole system is corrupt because you're not doing the right thing. You're doing the thing that actually helps you out or helps your friend out or, or your neighbor. Like, so that stuff, it, it was, you know, against black people. Now there's some, the airplanes, right? What, what did you get? Cause I got some inconclusive, you know, allegedly they don't know for sure mm-hmm. that airplanes were, they know airplanes were there. Right. I read that there were eight eight airplanes that flew that day. Right. And so, allegedly there were men in those airplanes shooting yep. from the airplane mm-hmm. and dropping explosives. What right. kind of explosives? Yeah. They might not know exactly. <clears throat> but so so as you said, uh men was like so of course you have young people and even the old that did these documentaries way back in the day that we was able to actually access the information. So they have firsthand accounts. You know, some of these, some of these people that actually spoke about it were like young kids that was five, five years old. I heard from a young man that was five years old. You heard from a young woman that was five years old. Now, the one young woman said when they was running down the train tracks that bullets was raining down on them. And she had to jump into a chicken coop. Mm-hmm. She broke loose from her parents and jumped into a chicken coop that was on the side of the the train track. Mm-hmm. So, if bullets was raining down, chances are chances are it's from an aircraft. And, yeah, and, and she and, and they and they did mention a lot of them mentioned a few of them mentioned that there were airplanes uh, that was um, manned by local business owners that had airplanes back then and and. and private businesses that had airplanes that actually did. And, and yeah, you did say that, that they don't know if it was like bombs actually, but maybe it was something that actually incinerated the fires. Cause that was literally the, the white people going around the neighborhood, like going into people's houses, lighting their curtains on fire. Mm-hmm. I guess curtains was a really big thing. Now, like we don't have curtains. <laughs> 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 a lot of people don't even use curtains anymore. Maybe they that's use why. blinds, yeah. Maybe that's, Maybe that's why. why, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't like they was going literally going around one by one, burning these people's houses down, burning the businesses down. So when you see, but when you see the pictures of the aftermath, oh, it's there's no way that there wasn't any type of explosives used from something like that, like. Houses was crumbled, like businesses, brick and mortar businesses was crumbled. Mm-hmm. You don't kick that down. <laughs> you just can't kick that down. So 
Yes. I, I there's no way that there's no there's no way that they didn't use airplanes. I I I'm convinced that they did use airplanes and they use because why why else would you fly airplanes right on that day mm-hmm. around over, that, over, that over Tulsa like mm-hmm. this you're just not gonna fly an airplane for no reason mm-hmm. if you're gonna fly fly an airplane on that day you're gonna use it to you know mm-hmm. and it wasn't like there were black airplane owners and black pilots right right so there was only maybe one actual airport or airfield. I think there's two airfields, but one was smaller than the other. Mm. So it was probably the bigger airfield. They flew the planes from the bigger airfield because they could fit more planes. Mm-hmm. And who's, I mean, who else would be, you know, mm-hmm. flying those planes and who else has ownership of that airfield? Mm-hmm. And why else would they be flying planes around Tulsa on that day? Mm-hmm. If not to drop bombs. Mm-hmm. As you stated, man, finally, finally, after 17 hours, they finally brought in the National Guard. But all the damage was done. Oh, yeah. All the damage was done when oh, they yeah. got there. All the damage was done. But they didn't stop them from doing more damage because they, they, the National Guard, they still locked up some black people. Yeah, that's what they went in for. <laughs> that's what they went in and for. And sent the white people right on home. Mm-hmm. Like we like guys and 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 no one faced any consequences. This is no one. What we're speaking. No one is, from the white mob right. faced any consequences whatsoever. This is all facts, guys. This is not opinions. Um, this is not a um, black. Uh, we don't like black people type or white people type thing. This is facts that people need to know about because obviously, like no one know a lot of people did not know about that until it was on a TV show last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it, it really it is. While I was reading this information, doing this research, it really made me emotional. Like where's humanity? Where, where was the, the one, that one calm person in that group of, uh, of white people that was like, no, y'all, we can't do this, guys. We can't do this. Let the police handle this. You know they're going to handle it. Let them handle it. But they have to, thousands of, thousands of people have to try to, I mean, what what are thousands of people going to do to one black man? I mean, th- that's what it started with. Mm. Thousands of people want to do something to one black, like you can't do, like, all that one thousand of you can't can't kill the man, right? <laughs> like, right? Like, what's the point? Let let the police. Like, where was the one sane person? Where was it? Where's the police that? Them like we're talking about a different time frame. They did not care about black people at that time anyway. So I don't know why. I'm, mm-hmm. While I'm talking about that, like that they mm. might be like some of the police these days that care, but. Back then, I don't think there there was any. No. And they couldn't, or they'd be killed as well. But, you know, after that, it's just, it was over. You know what I mean? Um, so what they said was, the reason why they say it was over 300 people killed was 
uh, one eyewitness account remembered the National Guard bringing truck loads of bodies, black bodies, all black bodies, to this poppy field. And they was they basically dug a big, big hole, big pit, big pit, and just dumped all the dead dumped bodies, all the dead it. bodies in it. So and they they said it was truck loads. So I mean, I think. I has to be think, has to be more than thirty six. I don't think thirty six bodies need truckloads. Nah, I mean, you probably can put. I mean, they didn't care about us, so they can stack, mm-hmm. you know, fifty bodies in one back of pickup truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I mean, not like they caring about the bodies at that point. They didn't care about them when they was alive. So right. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah. So after that, no one, not one white person was, not one white person was uh, fined or locked up. Or arrested. Everybody was sent home. Y'all just go home, act like this never happened. And um, if anything, it's celebrated. Yeah. And actually some black people actually, a few black people actually got, uh, got charged and locked up for inciting the riot. (laughs) <laughs> not a white person got <laughs> got locked up. Not, I'm not nothing. surprised. Not surprised to hear that. Nothing, but the black a few black people did get locked up, and yeah. a lot of black people died. So, yeah, we. I want. I want us to build multiple black Wall Streets. We need to build that up. Mm-hmm. We need to build that up. We need to rebuild. Multiple black Wall Streets. Mm-hmm. And, they, and these types of instances is when where black people actually ask, like, where was our reparations? Where was our reparations when, when our whole livelihood was taken from us? We built that up. No reparations at all. The government just looked at it. And they 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 didn't even want to acknowledge it. They st- still don't really want to acknowledge it. They tried to whitewash history. They tried not to let this be like it's not in, in the history books. Uh, they also actually, someone actually cut out those headlines. The. Uh, in the paper, in the in the in the paper, they cut those headlines in in the nineteen thirties. Someone cut out the editorials from those volumes, mm. from from the uh, Tulsa Tribune, mm. the headlines that said to lynch a Negro tonight, because mm. they want us to they want us to want us first of all don't even know that it existed. Then if you know about it, they want us they want them to know that like the newspaper didn't start it. Like they, they really, really get things stirred up. Sounds like they were trying to erase history. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's the fight of critical race theory. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, you, we got to understand, guys. That's this only happened a hundred years ago. So somebody's grandma is is still living today. That actually, yeah, like their parents. Like their parents actually lived through it. I think one of the survivors is still alive. Still alive. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, 
Like they're, these parents and these uh, the white these the, those people those white people's their kids are still are still alive today. More than likely, they yeah. know about this. Mm-hmm. They know about this. And um, so 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 basically, uh, like. I thought something was very interesting as well. So like segregation, like really built up black wall street, right? They, they went in there, turn tore it up and then deceleration, desegregation actually tore black wall street down again. It, yep. It tore, it kind of tore us apart. Yeah. Because not only now the white people are very happy to be included now. Right. So they're very happy to be able to spend their money to, <laughs> with the white people right now. So they they spent they spent their money with the white people, and you know, I mean, some people, you know, of course, some people spend their money with the black people. But at that point, everybody used to spend their money with the black people. Mm-hmm. Nobody spent their money over here because those people didn't spend their money over here either. Mm-hmm. So this thriving economy, because of our money was circulating within that economy. Now that economy is dead now because we taking the black dollar, putting it over here. The white dollar still isn't coming over here. So that thriving community, all those business owners basically no longer exist mm-hmm. at that point. I think that was very interesting and well. I think Dick Gregory, I heard Dick Gregory say that too, like, the worst thing that happened to black people was actually desegregation. Integration. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause everybody had their own, mm-hmm. the black people had their own, mm-hmm. their, their money was circulating. But as soon as we integrated, there go the, the black money power. And we'll probably get in, also get into that when we talk about education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So man, that's tough, man. Tragic. It was tragic. It was tragic. It was tragic. I mean, there's so much that I learned uh, from this whole this whole thing, and it just um, it's it's just so much I learned, man. It just made me like, it made me reflect on like stuff that's happening today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang. This still happened. <laughs> like, like literally, like, and and again, like, if we don't learn from, if we don't know about it, it's going to continue to repeat. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, it's still happening, dude. Like, some of this stuff is still happening. Yeah, I recommend everyone look into it, read up on it. Um, I know people might have heard about the Tulsa Massacre, but I, I recommend you get the details on it because... Man, when I was when I was reading it, it was like, damn. Yeah, it was it was sad, man. Like, yeah. literally, my throat was really closing up a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, God, dog, come on, man! I can't believe this happened to these people. Like, they really had to sit and or run and watch their family members, their friends, their neighbors. And just imagine if you had to watch your neighbors just get killed. You know what I mean? By the hands of someone that you really want to make, 
you know, have a good relationship with, but they don't want a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And you don't hate them, but they hate you. Mm-hmm. And there's no remorse. You can see that there's no remorse on their face as they're killing your 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 neighbor or your mom, or your dad or your, your granddad and your cousins. I mean, we got to think about those types of things. And I definitely want to go over to Tulsa. They have a Greenwood Cultural um, Center um, that I would love to see. Like, love to love to visit that. They, they have a lot of information about Black Wall Street. A lot of information about what happened in those seventeen hours of murder and carnage. Um, I would love to go there and check it out for sure. Yeah, what's remarkable is some black people, they stayed. Yeah. Even after. Mm-hmm. Even after all that happened, they stayed. Mm-hmm. Some some fleed. Mm-hmm. Right? Some left, some moved yeah. elsewhere. But some people stayed mm-hmm. and, and tried to rebuild their homes, yeah. rebuild their their businesses or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. <laughs> Dang. Um, so right after that happened, the ones that did stay to try to rebuild, uh, they started making laws because that's what we they do to us. They create laws that go against us. So they create they started making laws that made construction laws more stringent on how you have to build and what you can build. <laughs> so, systemic, systemic, systemic. systemic. <laughs> there's layers man so systemic they, i mean that th- and that's happening right now like that's happening right now it's, it's nothing different they raising the laws the taxes tax laws go in to gentrify an area where white people want to live now and they um create these laws change them and make black people have to move and then they go in there and now the land is worth a million dollars. <laughs> and that's what they did then. They they tr- they tried to create these laws so the people of um of Black Wall Street and Greenwood couldn't build their houses back. You know? So it's wild, man. People living in tent huts, tent cities. Mm-hmm. You know, because their li- their livelihood is gone. Yeah, I mean, there's still descendants from from that mus- massacre that lives in Tulsa. It's, mm-hmm. it's wild. It's really wild. It's know, wild. Know that people still live there. They're stronger than me because mm-hmm. I, you know, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, guess what happened? Now that that area, those areas, is worth billions of dollars now. Billions of dollars now. Not surprised. You know, that's you see, that's 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 billions of dollars taken away from the black community. Systemic. Systemic. It's billion dollars. Institutionalized. So, you know, just when you have questions about when you when you when you think you can look in the mirror and really say, like, they sh- they should be doing better for themselves. No. We can't when you tear down 
when you tear down a whole community once they build it, it's hard to come back from that. It's extremely hard, very difficult. Rules, regulations, like everything's against the black person. Everything. The laws, if we start if we if we start to do a little bit better, the laws will get us. We know that there's a few of us that actually become very successful playing in the NFL, things like that, makes millions of dollars. But the common black person, they can't be where they should be because of systemic racism. Mm-hmm. Because those were uh, all of those people weren't business owners that lived in that area. This happened everywhere. This happened in Chicago. They actually, in 1919, two years before that, they called that the Red Summer. Right. Because of so many race riots. Right. And that wasn't incited by black people. So many race riots. So many. It, they said it was literally rivers of blood in these cities because of race riots. Systemic. This is this is our history. It's it's not. We're not making this up. This, yeah. this is not a figment of our imagination. This happened. Yes. So all the critical race theorists out there, I mean, you can keep that where you want to keep it, but you you can't pre- pretend. You can continue to pretend, and I hate that because they can say. A lot of people say what they just say stuff. And they want, and if the if the media starts to say it enough, if the media catches on and they say it, everybody else is going to start saying the same crap. Right, right. They repeat the crap, and then it's and then it's true. Right. It's no, it's no real, it's no real truth right now. It's really not in this day and time. It never was. There's no real truth. What's happening in in Ukraine and in Russia right now? Vladimir Putin's on TV saying that he don't want war. You just bombed somebody, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? What do you mean you don't want war? You in war. You just bombed the, the you just bombed cities, bro. What do you mean you don't want war? It if it if it smells like a conflict and it looks like Come a on, conflict. Bro. What are you talking about? You know? So but every but some people believe him. Even though they see that he getting bombed, he bombing Ukraine. Somebody might believe that he don't want war. He don't want war. You know what I mean? Like the J- Jalen, the uh, Jawan Howard situation. You know they, they talk. I know Jawan Howard shouldn't have snapped the dude. You know, try to grab the dude by the by the hair or whatever he trying to do. But you every from that first um, news conference that the Wisconsin coaches had, and I know I'm jumping all top topic. No, that's cool. But the first news conference, they started lying. Like we didn't just see him grab Jawan Howard. Yeah, like the, he could have walked right past. From what done. I saw, he got in Jawan Howard's face. They said it started. It started. I don't know. I don't know what he was saying, but he was. He got in Jawan Howard's face. They say that he escalated. Jawan escalated it. No, Jawan was gonna walk right past. Ja- him, yeah, right Jawan Howard. Coach Howard was just gonna keep it moving. Keep it moving. He was gonna keep it moving, and then dude got in his face. Talked. Talk, start no, talking all that jazz. He didn't get in his face. He grabbed him. He grabbed him. him. him he he him. stepped in front of him. Grabbed, grabbed him. him. 
try to yoke him up on some yo like so that wasn't escalate but literally on, like nobody Stephen so A. when you yeah. say oh Juwan Howell shouldn't have slapped him no nah, he should have <laughs> he should have <laughs> you should you should yo somebody yeah. pull up on you like you should slap him with the black hand side if he would have slapped if he should have slapped somebody it should have been the coach that grabbed him not the assistant coach. I don't know what assistant. Coach I said. don't care who. Somebody need to get punched in the face. Somebody <laughs> but, need to. I mean? Somebody on Wisconsin coaching staff need to get punched in the face. But again, like, come get your boy. Everybody, bro. Everybody's saying the leadership. He should have showed better. Lead. And that's how they. That's how they attack us, though. That's how they attack black people. Listen, if they if, attack about leadership, like we we can't lead. We there's no way black people can lead. I you, mean, you can see that with the flying forward situation. Black people mm. can't lead. Mm-hmm. We can't lead. That's what they want us to know. That's what they want to portray. I mean, we, we heard people on the TV saying that's the first thing they said about Juwan Howard. He can't lead. He that a leader shouldn't do a leader shouldn't a leader. How about that coach that grabbed him? That him being a leader. He right. That's not an example. Right. Oh, oh yeah, that's another thing. You're not being a good example for your team, your team, your players. You're not being a good example. So so what he did was okay. So what he did was wrong, not being a good example. But what that white coach did was a great example. Right. You should like everybody you have a problem with, you should go and grab them. (laughs) Come on. 18 (laughs) point guard. Next time somebody grab you, somebody say something you don't like, you you go and grab them, choke them, yoke them up, make them make them listen to you because you the master. And that's the thing. That's what you should do. That's the thing. If it's not, if they don't get us with the, the laws and the, all the institutionalized stuff they try to get us with the cancel culture. Yep, it, you know it, what I mean. It's, 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 then it's the court of public opinion. Right, right. The baby. Yep. Dave Chappelle. Yep. That's that's the thing, man. Jawan Howard. If they don't get you one way, they're gonna they're gonna get us. Yeah, they're gonna get us one way or another. If it's not, you know, if it's not a Karen, it's a, it's a it's a cancel culture. Right. They gonna they gonna get us one way or another. Yeah, they want my boy. They want him. They wanted him fired. They wanted him fired. And then, then they didn't even give the the Wisconsin coach a game. He didn't get. Fi- he didn't get. He got fined. He got fined. But he didn't get suspended. He didn't get suspended. He didn't get. And one he game. was the instigator. He was the one. He that instigated the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> like it would nothing would have happened if Jawan Howard would have been just walked away, because that's what he was going to do. Just hey man, just walked away. But he wanted to grab Jawan Howard. But he, but he was the, inst- but Jawan Howard was the instigator. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, guys. Tulsa happened a hundred years ago. Hundred years forward. Yep. Still. Mm-hmm. Dealing with similar shit. Yep. Oh, it's not. You trying to kill him? Basically, you trying to kill his career. He should still be dealing. Still dealing yes. with the same ish. Hundred years later. It's crazy. You guys look into it, read up on it, um, get as much information as you can on it. Cause like once you once you learn about the details, it's just it's it's, sickening, it's, man. it's tragic, man. It was mm-hmm. it was tragedy what happened, mm-hmm. and it should never happen. It should have never happened to begin with. But you know, that's that's you know that's the country we that's the country we live in. That's the country we live in. Mm-hmm. And I know people want to say, oh, you know, things changed. We made progress. It's, you know, 
it's hard for me to believe that. Mm-hmm. It's just hard for me to believe that. I don't, you know, it's same difference. Mm-hmm. It's like the same difference. Yeah. You know, um, things look a little different today, but we're still dealing with the same stuff. Yeah. So, like I said, read up on it, get the details, get as much information as you can, you know, learn our history because they don't teach us this in school. Um, Never heard about Tulsa in high school Mm-mm. or in junior high school. Nope. Not in the books, not in the history books, you know, and we got to wait a hundred years later to, to get any kind of substantial information on it because they tried to literally erase history right so you know we're gonna we're gonna be talking about a lot of other stuff you know mm-hmm. in future episodes so stay tuned um i think we're gonna head out now yeah we're gonna head out yeah i ran it enough <laughs> 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 this stuff is important so you know <laughs> We feel like we need to talk about it. Hey, man, if there's anything else you guys like to talk about, we, we got a lot in store. I mean, I know it's, it's going to be a, a lot of things that we may talk about that people may not want us to talk about, but we're going to do it. It's not our opinion, guys. It's, it's facts. Yeah, we're just, it's again, history. we're about education. So we're just trying to educate people, mm-hmm. as many people, as much people as we can. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So follow us, share, like, subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and on YouTube at The Formula Production. Follow us on Twitter at The Formula Pro. Find the podcast. Find the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. So just search The Formula Production. We should pop up. And find me at Speechless417. You can find me at Boot Leech. You know what it is. Till next time. Faith, dream, hustle, repeat. repeat. That's The Formula. <laughs>